It is a dark, cold, stormy night here in the castle. I'm glad you're here, my friend. I'm halfway myself and halfway not myself. Sometimes I fade into view a little. A person with glasses and curly hair wearing black, comfortable clothes and shoes that are comfortable enough for wandering around haunted hallways, but not much more than that. Mostly, I'm that, I think. I've been stuck like this for a little while anyway. It's an odd thing. I went to the front doors. I think I did that last episode, didn't I? You were there, I think. Maybe not. I'm not sure, perhaps. You would know, though. I remember it differently. I wanted to come in. It was a gentle welcome I received. Returning to the castle last time, wasn't it? Was it? Yet this week, though I am reliving that moment, it is so much more dreadful than I remember. For one thing, it's far too dark. Ah, I'll take this candle. This will help. This looks familiar. I don't remember being this afraid when I didn't have a body. Is this something that just comes with being in a body? The candle is barely bright enough. It's flickering in the darkness. The shadows are too thick. I've waited too long to be here. The shadows have taken over. The ghosts have been here too long without me. I'm not even certain this is my castle anymore. I'm not even certain that I'm the same creature who came here 42 episodes ago. Well, I mean, perhaps. That was a spirit who walked in here. I am... I am... Well... I'm just Kristen fading in and out of view, in and out of corporeality. I'm that, and I'm her, and she's very frightened. So I guess so am I. Perhaps because it's much too dark. There are windows, tall and long and without any curtains or blinds, evenly spaced down this long corridor I'm walking down. 
I'm following the carpet, which I think is red, but the candle is flickering in the drafts of this place. If it goes out, then all is lost. But how did it find my hands in the first place? Every time lightning strikes, the windows light up this hallway, however, in blue-white light, shockingly bright. For a moment I glimpse the rain that slams against this ancient glass. I hope it will hold. It is a little strange, seeing the silhouette of trees clinging to their roots, grasping at the earth for dear life in the greatness that is this storm. I am surprised because normally the hallways of this place are just black, because they're so changeable, you see. Windows, and seeing a storm and trees behind them, are a little unusual. In a haunted castle that I used to be more certain was imaginary, normally there is no hint of outside when you are inside. But it seems that the outside is screaming to be let in. I don't know whether or not to acquiesce. Only thing to do is keep on down the hallway. That intense blue-white light only comes occasionally, and it makes the darkness seem all the more dark before and after. Are you with me, my friend? Please say you are. It's awfully frightening here this week. This storm is unrelenting. And... I don't know where I'm going. What was that? Outside the window just beside me as the lightning flashed, there was a silhouette. A figure. Just for a split second. Right by the window. If it were tall and cloaked, I might be relieved, but it wasn't. It was... Something else. The lightning came and went once more, and the figure was gone that time. But I know what I saw. I know what I saw. Only thing to do is keep on down the hallway. The best thing to do when you're afraid is to sing a little song. I think I know one. I remember it from a distant dream about a monster and a boy who were friends. They were almost the same in many ways. To each other, anyway, they were the same. The same heart, the same soul. Little differences like scales and tails and horns and claws were nothing to them. I can understand that if it is someone else who you love very dearly, you can overlook so many monstrous things 
but when it's in your own heart, in your own castle, it is much more difficult to. How did it go again? I'm so scared. Better start singing. Never, oh never, my friend, my friend, will I ever leave you. I will be yours till the end, the end, forever I'll be yours. Did you see them? They were back. I'm certain I saw them. A figure. A dark figure. About as tall as me. Did you see them? <gasps> they reached through the glass with sharp and shadowy talons and caught me around the throat. They tried to pull me through the window, out of the castle, and through the window. They were trying to expel me, but I'm not going out there. As scary as this place is, I don't know what's out there. Besides, I made this place. This is my place. This is my place. This is my place. <gasps> running, running, running as fast as I can down this hall. It only goes one way, but I have to run in that way. The candle is flickering. I'm going too fast, but it refuses to go out. Good little thing that it is. I'm being pursued by the shadow because, well, I refused to be thrown out. But in my victory, it, it seems I pulled them into my castle, and now they are here. They are in here with me, whatever they are, running, running, snarling, growling, wheezing, howling, like some kind of awful animal I don't recognize. Running, running. Running. How does it know my song? I wrote that song. How does it know? That's my song. Two large and heavy doors. Help me open them. We can hide in here. Whatever this room is. Quickly, my friend. Oh my. There is a creature playing the piano. She looks like a distant memory from long ago, just like that song is. Many rows of fangs, claws, black silk. You know her. The first, the cellar dweller, 
who freed herself eventually. She knows this song. Of course she does. And there is another, dancing by herself in the center of the ballroom. She is green and covered in vines and twigs and sprouts. Her hair is a matted mess of dirt. Her fingernails bleed as if they've been digging, and her toes bleed as if from too much dancing. But none of that diminishes her grace and joy as she dances to the music the other creature plays. And there are two up above, circling the glorious crystal chandelier that had all its candles lit. One has great black feathered wings, the other has gorgeous delicate purple butterfly wings. Both creatures of transformations and iterations of previous monsters, just... Like me. One creature lies on the center of the large dining table. Didn't I have a meal here not so long ago with a few former enemies? Now I'm afraid wondering what it was we actually ate that night. Because the creature lying on the table is soaked in blood. I don't know whether or not she even has skin. She is so bloody, dripping with the stuff. Her feet look like they've been burned. She walked so long and so far from forest to city. She pulled herself through her own throat and up and out into my world. And as a raw and vulnerable thing, she laughed at what she found there. She beats like an extracted heart. She beats with her own whole being. And she laughs even still. Laughs and weeps and bleeds, this poor monstrous and glorious thing offering herself up on the dining table. And more than that, I hear voices in the air. I see words being typed on the walls, one at a time, by invisible hands on invisible keys, scrawled in pencil in incoherent handwriting. Doors slam. Lightning crashes. This is a place of chaotic and loving union. The doors swing open, and the monster pursuing me enters. She struggles to catch her breath. She looks up at me. And I realize that she is fading, just like me. All the others here, the dark one, the green one, the winged ones, the bloody one, 
They fade in and out, in and out, just as I've been doing. The monster I was afraid of is just a shadow. My own, of course, my own, of course. She's been trying to keep me out of here. Because she's the one who is scared. I think she needs me. She doesn't know. I couldn't go anywhere if I tried, darling. join in. I will be the darkest sides of me, the freest sides of me, the most powerful, the most vulnerable, the most creative, the most frightened. And no longer do they fade in and out of view. I will be yours. They slowly fade away. The end forever I'll be yours. Until it's just me. I 
standing in this ballroom until the shadow that chased me fades away too. And soon enough, I am grateful to look down and see my body begin to disappear. Finally. As I get out of my way. For now, at least. If there was a large me, larger than this castle, watching, playing with it like a dollhouse, which we know from a few episodes ago is something that happens sometimes, I think. I think they would see the castle fade away. Along with their own hands, too. That doesn't mean they're gone just because you can't see them. I can't see myself. I don't think I'm gone. They all dance within me still. Or laugh. Or weep. Or fly. Or play the piano. Or write. Or... Never. My friend, will I ever leave you? I will be yours till the end, the end, forever I'll be yours, forever I'll be Well, hello there, everyone, and thank you so much for listening to episode 242 of On a Dark, Cold Night. This is host, writer, narrator, composer, podcaster, etc., Kristen Zaza, and I hope everyone is doing well out there. A little less later this week than last. Baby steps, right? One step at a time. All we can do is all we can do. That's all we can do. I appreciate you sticking with me, regardless. Sending a big thanks, first of all, to everyone who supports the show every month through Patreon.com. Thank you so much for your support, my friends. I am constantly grateful for it. On my Patreon, every supporter of $1 or more US a month gets access to the complete soundtrack of On a Dark Cold Night. And every supporter of $5 or more a month gets that, a monthly tarot reading video uploaded every full moon, and a weekly bonus meditation called My Quick Moments, 
a short episode with a new guided meditation every week. You can learn more at patreon.com slash darkcoldnight. You can also donate one time only without any perks at ko-fi.com slash darkcoldnight. And you can buy a t-shirt or hoodie at bonfire.com slash on-a-dark-cold-night. Oh, also those quick moment meditations are available on Apple Podcasts through a subscription to the Sonar Plus channel for $3.99 a month. You can learn more by visiting my show page on Apple or searching for the Sonar Network. You can also support the show for free by leaving a rating and a review on iTunes, Spotify, Facebook, Podchaser, or wherever else you like to do that sort of thing. You can follow me on Twitter at A Dark Cold Night, Instagram at Dark Cold Night Podcast, on Facebook or YouTube under On A Dark Cold Night, or on TikTok at Kristen Zaza. Thank you again for listening. I'm not sure whether or not it's obvious, or too much, or too chaotic, but I've been afraid of this creative space. Maybe because it's been difficult to access, but that doesn't mean it's gone. The different sides of myself have been fading away, as one or the other of them have needed perhaps a little extra attention. Do you know that feeling? But you know, I think it's important to remember that that doesn't mean they're gone. As I said, they're still there. Every single side of you. And me. And all of us. Maybe that's part of the point of this castle. Trying to teach myself how to visit them how to care for them, where they can be safe. We haunt ourselves in so many different ways. But not all hauntings are violent. If I may, perhaps we should try to make our hauntings within ourselves as kind as possible. Easiest to achieve by being kind to those ghosts ourselves, first. Sweet dreams, and good night, my friends, my friends. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.